What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and this podcast episode is going to be a little bit different because I'm actually going to be bringing on a client and interviewing them for a case study of how we did a $400,000 Facebook group launch, 2,500 members in the Facebook group, 5,000 emails collected, and over 10,000 downloads to a podcast all 100% completely organically. Now, you guys know that I am all about not only teaching, but also proving that what I teach actually works and showing you real proof, real results from real clients and people that we've actually worked with. And many of you guys may remember uh, my client, his name is Brad Gibb. We've had him on the podcast several times, actually, um, to talk about finance and what he does. But recently, we did um, two launches, a a Facebook group launch, and then um, right following that, the Facebook group launch was so successful he came back and he hired me. He's like, dude, launch my podcast. I don't care what you charge me. Just come back and do it. And I, I bring him on here. It's a pre-recorded interview. We're going to cut over to that here in just a second. So it'll change scenes here. Um, but I wanted you to hear it from him. It's about a 30 minute interview and it's really worth taking the time to actually go and listen because he explains like where he was at beforehand, what his fears were, what his concerns were and how we went through and addressed those things. And we show the wins, we show what didn't go so well, we show what went great. And so you can actually understand from not just my perspective, because you know, I know that I'm a marketer and, and I like showing things the, you know, the, the way that you can understand, but I actually wanted you to hear it from the client from the person that we actually worked with so that you understand that this actually works. So you can hear it from them. So you know I'm not making this up, that this actually really, really works, all right? As you know, we are preparing for an audience creation workshop next week, all right? Uh, It starts on Monday, so um, make sure if you have not registered for that, make sure to do that, josh40.com slash workshop, or we'll link that down below, j-o-s-h-f-o-r-t-i dot com slash workshop um, to register 100% completely for free. And in this workshop, it's gonna be a five-day workshop where I'm going to teach you how to build a wildly profitable audience of dream customers that are immediately ready to buy from you. All right, like literally at the push of a button. And this can be done without any paid ads and without an existing audience. And I'm going to show you the step-by-step-by-step process on how to do that. And it just so happens that that exact step-by-step process, the exact formula of everything I'm going to teach you next week is the exact thing that we applied to Brad and his uh, Facebook group and his the process of launching what we did, which yielded $400,000 in cash, like in, in sales, uh, 5,000 emails collected, 2,500 members in a Facebook group, and 10,000 downloads on a podcast, all right? So register down below, think different, or um, josh40.com slash workshop. Um, and after you listen to this interview, I'll, I'll kind of be pitching it there again um, so that you want to show up for that. But when you listen to this interview, like understand that, what I am going to teach you on the workshop is exactly what we applied here. So if you're like, man, I, I want to know how to do that. How do they do that? How do they do that? That's what the workshop is there for. All right. So I'm going to cut over to the interview. It's about 30 minutes long or so. Well, well worth your time. It will like, if you are an entrepreneur that is serious about growing your audience, if you're serious about launching a podcast, you're serious about growing a Facebook group, you're serious about scaling your business by creating a mass movement to people that are like literally ready to buy from you. This is for you. You're going to want to listen to this interview and because it's a case study like breakdown and you're going to want to show up for the um, audience creation workshop, the five-day audience creation workshop. All right. All right. I'm going to cut over to the interview now. Enjoy. You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. 
Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. All right, guys, I am here with my client, Mr. Brad Gibb from Cashflow Tactics. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to actually sit down with my client so that you could hear it from him directly. And we've done this with several of our clients because there's a lot of people out there that are like, yes, my client was so happy, right? Or we got these great results. But it's like it's always through their perspective and through their lens. And so what I wanted to do is actually interview the client. I'm going to ask the client a lot of the top questions that we hear from people that are considering buying into one of our programs or or working with us or just building an audience in general and uh, let him actually explain in his own words what his fears were, what what he was after, what the results that we got were. And uh, this is totally like unscripted. We have not prepared. I told Brad what the questions were about two minutes ago and that's it. I have not like coached him on what to say. And Brad, you can back me up on that. But I, I wanted to make like actually have you guys hear this because this is real results. These are really life changing. And so if you're serious about this, the next 15 to 20 minutes is going to be worth your time to really sit down and, and answer all of your questions because this is really the truth of what actually happened during the whole launch. Cool. Let's do it. All right. So Brad, um, we recently did a launch together. You run Cashflow Tactics and you were able to go and launch first a Facebook group, which now has over 2,500 members in it. We did 1,800 members in the first week. Is that correct? Yep. Um, You've done $400,000 worth of uh, sales and revenue for added to your bottom line. You have launched a podcast on top of the back end of that after that, which reached... What, what Today were the numbers we hit 10,000 downloads. Today, 10,000 downloads in what, about a month? I'm, I'm not- uh, A little less, yeah. Less than a month, you hit 10,000 downloads. And so 2,500 members in the group, you're category king, you've had, how many, how many emails, uh, how many leads did we generate from this? Do, do you know? Um, new leads, the, between the two lists, uh, between the podcast list and the new Facebook list, we're at least 5,000, just probably over 5,000. Okay, so 5,000 new leads into the business. And now the most important question, how many dollars did you spend in ads to do all this? Um, the, let's add all this up, zero dollars spent. Zero dollars in ad spent. <laughs> on, the, on the whole launch, yep. Okay, so outside and of what- And even more than that, we are currently, we're working to get out, we're currently in Facebook jail. So like we don't even have an active business manager right now in the middle of all of this. Facebook jail, meaning to run Facebook ads. To run Facebook ads, yep. Our, so you, our business manager is shut down and us personally, actually, our personal accounts to, be, to running ads are shut down, which initially we were worried was going to cause an issue because our reach is restricted. Like, like everyone knows it, we got slapped in November and then that's when we started talking to say, all right, we got this organic thing figured out because Facebook doesn't like our, what we're trying to do and it, it's difficult to navigate. So you had low engagement. You got your hand slapped, your Facebook ads accounts were disabled, and we were still able to do this launch. To do all of that. To do yep. all of that. We started in, well, we launched it in, in January. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? And we wrapped yeah. up in March. Yeah, about three month time period. Yep. Yeah, and that included the, 
well, we did the actual Facebook group launch in January and we did the we did podcast the, the launch. Facebook group, the chat, the five-day challenge, and then a podcast. So like, boom, boom, in, boom. In, in over a three-month period. Okay. Now let's back up. I want you to think back to like where you were at when you came to me. What were you after? Like, what were you looking for? Because like everybody like wants to build an audience, right? But like, okay, great. Build an audience. What does that mean? What were you after specifically when you came to me and wanted our stuff? Yeah. So ours is, is a little different because we didn't, we already have a very successful business, right? Like we're, we're experts in what we do. We, we go deep with our clients. We add a lot of value. So what we were not looking for were vanity metrics. I didn't care the number of followers. That didn't matter. I wasn't trying to then use this to build or launch into something. It needed to improve what we were doing without degrading my day-to-day -day life. I'm not a, a social media person. I don't do the Insta tweets or face posts or all the stuff that makes you cringe when I say it that way. But really it couldn't disrupt what we were already, what was already working for us. But we wanted to get over this part of not being able to take advantage of social media because the only way we had done it before was paid. Cause that was the only way that I could do it to where I could record or create one asset, give it to somebody else and go back to what I actually enjoy doing inside my business, which is not being up and in front of everything. So I had the perception that to have a successful Facebook group, to do a successful social media organic launch, it required the dancing monkey in front of the screen and on all the time and just on, 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 which was, was not going to work for us. So that's why we'd said this just, this strategy can't work for us. Um, and, and so I, but I wanted, we wanted the movement end of what we do at Cashflow Tactics. This isn't about generating a rate of return. It's, it's legitimately changing people's lives and fundamentally shifting the way that they think and interact with money. But, and we knew that we needed, we needed a place that we could communicate, they could communicate with us, but they could also communicate with each other. Those are the three requirements of a movement, but it could not come at the cost of me having to be somebody that I'm not, yeah. or the three of us be people that, that we're not. Does that so, make sense? Yeah. So it sounded like you were after a, an audience, you wanted an audience that would allow you to get in front of your dream customer, right? Someone that's actually going to pay you money. And you didn't care if, if there were 2,500 people in your group and they were all buyers, you didn't care if there were 2,500 or 25,000, as long as the, the 25, if the 25,000, 24,000 and, or 22 and a half thousand of them were not buyers, you didn't care if those people existed. You only wanted buyers. That's all you cared yeah. about. Yeah. It had to move the results forward in, in what we were already doing. Yep. And the thing that you wanted to avoid with that was, okay, we want that, but I don't want this to disrupt my life. I don't want to have to uh, be someone I'm not, be a dancing monkey, right? <laughs> on camera, as you say. I don't want to be, a, I want to have to be on social media for all the time, right? Um, yep. it's, and it sounds to me like you were after growing an audience and you had some fears and concerns about that because from a space of like, you didn't want all these things to happen, but why an audience? Like what, what did an audience, what was an audience going to do for you? And I think you kind of already touched on it a little bit, but like, what did an audience do for you specifically? And why did you end up going with a face, like a Facebook group? What convinced you of that? So I, I had a hard time getting my head. Like I understood at least conceptually that if you have an email list and that email list is engaged, you can email out offers and then people will pay you money. And I could actually assign a dollar value to each contact or the number of contacts in an email list, right? The, the kind of the metric out there that floats around is a dollar per person per month, right? 
it, it, so it's easy to look at that email list and say, this is an asset and I know what it takes to, to be able to generate a return on it. The, the amount of engagement, the type of content and what's required to do that. I didn't have my hand around that from social media because it was so fickle, right? This isn't the first time we got in trouble with Facebook. We don't feel like we're doing anything crazy or weird, but the money space and the, the direct angle we take in it, it, it's in money, people want results and Facebook doesn't let you market results. So it was really difficult to really do anything except just try to buy a lead and then move them over to the platforms that we do control, either make them a buyer, add them to our email list uh, or, or, or get them as a client. And there was, it was buy or die. I mean, we spent 18 months, $10,000 a month on Facebook and it, it was literally buy or die because we had no place to put them and engage and communicate with them. Hmm. And so, so, so you would literally spend money, you would run an ad, they would watch a webinar and if they didn't buy then they were like, you went on to the next person. That we, we went oh. on to the next person for 18 months. We cranked through that. Um, and, and so we could only sc scoop out the people that were already ready to interact with our message, but had nowhere to put them again, other than an, an email list, which is a challenge with, with our stuff. Cause yeah. in our industry, people are conditioned that it's belly to belly. It's handshake. It's, I need to create this amount of trust. And it's, it's pretty challenging to do that over email. If you look at the email marketing around money and finance, it's all make a thousand percent on this or do this in this amount of time that has yeah. to be so overboard sensational. We're not that way. And so we, you know, it was hard to pierce it, it that way. So we wanted to fix that to where we understand not everybody's ready to do something, but we need a way to interact and continue to nurture and work with them. And it wasn't until Josh came along and explained, well, your Facebook group is basically like an email list that you can turn your camera on and talk to instead of shooting an, e an email to them. Hmm. And we can really have some control around them because our Facebook page, we couldn't do the same thing. We didn't have any, any control around them. And it was when Josh un helped us understand that that was the intent of a Facebook group that the light bulbs started to go on. Yeah, okay, for sure. Um, one of the things that I hear a lot um, from my students and, and clients that are considering working with me is they say, okay, like, Brad, that's cool, but, um, or, you know, Josh, that's cool or whatever. And in this case, Brad, but I, I'm not an extra expert at producing content, right? Like I, I, one of my big fears is, and that we hear a lot is like people think that they have to like produce just massive amounts of content. They have to be going live every single day or, you know, just spending so much time on there. And first off, a lot of people don't have the time for that, number one. And then number two, they don't know what to talk about, the topics, like the things to talk about or whatnot. I actually know that, you know, in working with you, and I'm going to let you talk about this, but I know that this was a struggle for you as well. In fact, this was one of the things that you really had to work through um, for yourself. Um, so speak to that and what it was like um, around that. So for us, like once you get me talking... I have no shortage of ability to say things, hence our two hour and 15 minute podcast that we did, right? So it's it's not that, what I had trouble doing is I don't know what people want on Facebook. Right. I don't know what people want on, on the front end. And I didn't think people would listen to our front end stuff because our message is so deep and complex. And I told myself I was this unicorn snowflake that nobody nobody would want, right, to consume. But what was what was really missing for me was there was no strategy behind mm. how we were going to take what we did and use the platforms that would work for that, right? Nobody had been able to connect the dots to say, well, these are the elements of what you need to do. And if you'll put them here, then they'll be consumed and it will work. 
Okay. And so it, that was the missing ingredient for us was understanding. And that's why the group plus the podcast, plus the five day challenge was kind of the right mix. It was, it was breaking ourselves down, giving us the, the different platforms that we could stand on without, like I said, being overly burdensome in, in creating the content. So we could create a system that, that leverages each, they all feed each other. I'm sure you'll probably go into this and break it down maybe somewhere else, but because they all feed each other, one input got three benefits. And yeah. so I could drastically lower the input, but still keep the outcome up where we needed it to be. All right. So let's talk about that a little bit too, because I think one of the things that um, people, you know, and you alluded to this a little bit is they're like, Hey, number one, I don't know how to produce a lot of content, right? They have this illusion that they've got to produce 50 pieces of content a day. Uh, two, they have a hard time. Like you said, they know how to, they know how to talk about something. If you give them a topic to talk about, they can go and talk about that topic. Right. But they don't know how to come up with that topic. Number two. And then number three, they're afraid that people are not going to listen to them. Right. As you alluded to, it's like, okay, listen, I, I might know this, but uh, how do I make sure that people are actually going to listen to me? And so I, I want to actually just kind of, you to just kind of open up and share first and foremost, let's start with that last one there. Your because you had this fear a lot. Like, yes, you're a successful company or whatnot, but like you did not have a social media presence. Like you were not famous. Like nobody knew who you were. You were a very behind the scenes type of person. So you were just like an average person going online and trying to get people to listen to you. So number one, like how did, how did that affect you? And how did me coming in and helping help you overcome that? And then number two, when you create content now, what does the system look like that we, we set up? Um, to actually be able to go through and have you only be able to produce one or two pieces of content and have that redistributed in multiple different places. Yeah. So I'm actually going to speak to the second one, the system first and then the Perfect. other one. So the, the, the thing that held us back was if I didn't know what outcome I was going to get, I wasn't going to create the content because I had spent time creating a bunch of content that sat on a hard drive and never went anywhere. Right. Mm. And so I needed to know, to be able to sit down quickly, jump in, create it, and then plug it into something. And now all we do right now is we took what Josh did, we put it into some checklists and some templates. And now when we record a podcast, I bring up a template, we walk through it, we create the episode, and we spend five minutes planning, 20 to 30 minutes recording the episode, and it's done. And then everything else is already tied in and plugged into it. Same thing with going into to the Facebook group. We've got a content calendar, we've got checklists, and we just say, we like the way I envisioned it is I wanted my EA bringing me a three by five card every day to say, here's the content you have to create this week. And then we just, I can plug in, do it and go back to what I'm doing and not stress about, because to me, what stressed me out wasn't the, the actual recording of it. It was, well, now what? Now I, I'm not good at the now what part and that was causing all of the stress and anxiety that prevented me from moving forward. But now I know where every piece goes, it all links together, it's all running up and running. And then Josh even trained the person who now on our team does all the things that Josh was good at doing. And, and that stress is gone. And now we get excited about saying, oh my gosh, I have this idea, this went well in this training, we're gonna create something on that. And it's, it's how we create twice as much content as we used to. So, so the big thing for you was, you were like, I needed the strategy. I needed yeah. to know what it was that I need to do with the content. If you tell me what tip, type of content to create and what to do with it after with it, I can or after I create it, you have no problem with going and creating it. I can, yeah, I can live in that for sure. And all the systems and the processes and, and templates and checklists and everything that you got, where did you get those from? From Josh. 100%. And his team. Like he, 
well, the, be really careful here because there are people that have created beautiful Trello boards and incredible checklists. They're totally and absolutely worthless because they look really good, but they don't actually work. So Josh came in, huge deep dive into what is our business model? What is our value ladder? What is it required to get somebody to actually buy? Like, and not just like a pretty value ladder, but like what are the objections that they're needing to overcome? Where are they coming from? What's your avatar? He went through and he understood that level of detail so that we were creating content that helped them move forward. Because that's the only way that an audience is valuable is if they're actually able to transact. So it wasn't this templated, beautiful, in theory thing that then when deployed didn't work because we'd gone through those. So it was, he came into our business and our value ladder mm. and our clientele and created the checklist and the templates and the processes that he, he basically took what we called our tribal knowledge that if I was in front of you, it was what I was already doing to get somebody to buy in the first place. He extracted that, documented it, and then put it into these systems that we weren't yet using, like mm. a podcast, a five-day challenge and a Facebook group. So it was very, very different than saying, oh, Josh has all of the templates already. No, no, he, he actually <laughs> made it work. Hmm. I appreciate that. Okay, um, I wanna talk really quickly about the audience that you had beforehand, because I think that there may be some misconceptions of like, oh yeah, well, Brad, you were a successful, business, a successful business already, so you already had an audience, people already knew who you were. Um, talk to me about that. Like, what did your audience and, and, and overall reach of things include before we started working together? Like I said, um, the, the equivalent of nothing. Um, we didn't do, we had, we had no Facebook account running at, at the time because we were, were currently, as of the, this recording, shut down. Um, we were not actively posting. The only groups we were active in were fulfillment paid behind the scenes that nobody could see. Um, so we used Facebook really only to do weekly trainings uh, and to post resources and updates. Um, and, and outside of that, there was, there really literally was nothing to the point where I would get comments. So like I spoke at Steve Larson's offer lab and people came up and they're like, I've been trying all day to figure out how to give you money. And I don't know how to give you money. Hmm. Like, yeah, that's a big problem. Right. People are like, what do you do? I'm like, oh. I don't have time to talk to you because it's too hard of a conversation to even enter into. So we had such a high barrier of entry to get in and communicate and learn and consume what we do that the only effective way to do it was to see a Facebook ad, watch our webinar and happen to be in a buying mood at the time or know me personally to where you get enough time to be able to work through that firewall and actually get into our world. It was really, really difficult otherwise to nurture and grow and, and sustain any sort of reach. I mean, that, those were the comments that we got is I've been trying, like people came up to me at, at Funnel Hacking Live, even like, I saw you and I've been following you, but it, I cannot figure out how to hire you and get you to do anything. That was the state hmm. of our value ladder before meeting Josh. I love it. Um, I want to talk a little bit about working together and what that actually looked like. Because, um, it, so if you could explain, like what were some of the key things that I did that actually helped you get you to where you were at with no existing audience? And, and guys, I want to clarify, I actually know some of the numbers of his accounts. And so Brad, just confirm these for me or whatever. Yeah. When he got started, um, their Instagram account had like less than 2000 followers on it, I believe. Oh no, no, no. It, it, um, I got a message a little bit before we hired you. 
This was like late in the fall. I think we had less than 250. Okay, so less than 250 followers on Instagram. You had a Facebook page that you were not posting on and the ad account was shut down. Yep. You had a Facebook group, but it was only it was not a free Facebook group. The only Facebook group that you had was a paid Facebook group that you had to pay money to actually access and be in. And yep. you had a couple of thousand friends on Facebook. You weren't even like maxed out on Facebook or anything like that. You had a couple thousand friends and you were not posting any form of business content nope. whatsoever on your timeline. Yeah. Like you yeah. were- Family and snowmobiling only is what I posted on there. No business of any kind. So here we have a business that can be serviced online, that you can fulfill and do things online where a majority of your fulfillment is actually even done online, but you have no social media presence. You have no reach. You have limited access to everything and you're getting stuff shut down. All right, so- you had a hard time, as we have heard here, number one, figuring out, well, the messaging behind uh, how you're going to show up in the social media space with the message that you have and not get shut down and slapped and actually do it effectively, number one. Number two, with the location, you didn't understand the strategy behind how to go and get people to you. You didn't understand the strategy behind the actual like place where you were gonna send them. You didn't understand how all the pieces fit together. You didn't know how to create what you have now. And number three, from a content perspective, you knew that you could create content, but you didn't know how to pick the topics. You didn't know what people were going to listen to, and you didn't know how to produce that consistently without wrecking and ruining your life. Is that correct? Yep. And then finally, the only offer that you had was a very high ticket offer. You didn't have anything structured to be able to get people to take that first step, give you money, go into your value ladder system, and then eventually be upsold. You were trying to sell them directly to a high ticket thing, and it was not working very well. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. Okay. We were going from webinar, if you were lucky enough to find our webinar and be in the mood to buy $500 webinar to a $10,000 high ticket offer. Like that was our- Didn't go I mean, we, well. we, we had the group in the middle there that we would downsell to. I mean, that's what we were trying to grow a little better. We've been start, stop experimenting with that. That's like a $2,000 offer. And even that's pretty high ticket, right? I mean, really to get into that, that, that was still a, a fairly high ticket off of cold. So it was a couple thousand to several thousand dollars um, cool. was it. And that's why we kept telling ourselves, Facebook's not going to work because people aren't going to do that, which is true. We just had to figure out how they could. The strategy. So what was it like working with me? And our um, the, I mean, the, the biggest parts to it were clearly Josh knew his stuff, just like a lot of other people do. Um, but we were at a point where, like I said, we couldn't, we were struggling plugging into just bland pre-box systems, right? We had to have somebody look at us and say, what was missing. So we, he did a deep dive diagnostics of these were the things that were missing, right? And that's where the challenge came from. And we had a low ticket sale that came in there and then understood what needed to happen to get them to where we actually wanted them to be. Because I didn't want Josh to just create, again, a whole bunch of noise that, that were not our ideal client or the outcome that we were trying to get. Because we could have done that a long time ago, right? So it was... It was understanding the gaps of what was missing. And we focused and went to work at the highest value pieces first, not starting at the beginning or not trying to copy what somebody else is doing, but it was specifically uniquely tailored to what was missing inside of our business. And then tailoring that to me, Jimmy and Ryan, the three principles of the business and what our skill sets look like. So that was, that gave me the most confidence that this was going to work is as I clearly understood why it was not working, what we needed to get done and how that would produce results. Hmm. What would you say is the most valuable piece of what we did together? Was it working on the messaging together? Was it figuring out how to get 
followers in there? Like, what, what would you say is like, if you were to pinpoint like that there, everything was important, but that there, the fact that you were able to do that well was probably the thing that produced the biggest amount of results. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if this is the answer that you were looking for, not that you're looking I, I'm for not, answers, right, but, no. right. But for me, it was, I left knowing, even though I don't want to do the things, right. I left knowing how to get, like, I could go do it. I, I, I now understand how social media, my groups, the challenge, the podcast effectively works. I meaning I didn't have to just turn everything over and trust Josh and hope that this would work and then be handcuffed to, to, to Josh being the guy, right? It's not Josh, right? I now own the system that continually delivers those results. Yeah. So the, the most important thing is I wasn't just buying Josh's time that I'm then constrained by forevermore. I, Josh poured all of that into our system that we now own and control and can run for the rest of time. So it was empowering me in this marketing system where I was disempowered before because I didn't understand it. I couldn't, I was impatient with it. I was frustrated with it. I had false beliefs with it. Mm. And so it was, it was the time spent in the cracks gluing this really together that now I look at it and I'm confident behind this is something I can, my team can continue to run and, and grow ongoing, right? Cool. It wasn't Josh saying, well, I'm just going to do this thing. He spent the time understanding it, translating that over to us so that we now know what's going on with it. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. A couple, and, uh, and few people could do that. Well, nobody to this point had really been able to do that well. Awesome. I appreciate that. Okay. A couple more questions here for you and then we'll wrap it up here. Um, so for the person that's out there that is considering working with me or buying a, a product of ours, whether that's the Academy or, or uh, done with you, done for you, what would you say to them that as to should they or should they not? And why? Like what, what can they expect when working with me? Um, a couple of things. Yeah, definitely. A couple of things. Um, there you're getting Josh isn't going to tell you what you want to hear. And he's not going to tell you that it's going to work if it's not going to. I have lots of boxers here from Josh saying, guys, you're breaking the system. You're not following directions. We're not going to get the outcome. This is what you have to do. Um, so there was no, there was no sweet talking or sugarcoating. It was, it was direct. And Josh knew what he, what needed to be there to, in order to get the outcome. So a level of, of certainty there uh, was, was, was huge in working with Josh. Um, the other thing you're going to get is you're going to get the, the level of detail necessary to make it work, right? Josh has done it himself. He's done it now with us and, and all the other clients that he's going to talk to you guys about. And so there's not going to, there was never a gap of, oh, that didn't go well. What am I going to do now? Josh, how many times do we have to audible in our stuff? Cause we didn't follow directions. Several. Right? Yeah. Many times. Several. Right. But there was always like, okay, what, what are we going to do about it? Right. There wasn't any, as Jimmy would say, there was no poopy pants about, well, I'm going to give up. This isn't going to work. Um, there was no, we were stuck. It was, here's the next piece. We're going to go through it and, and we're going to go around and we're still going to get the outcome this way. So it was very focused on, we always stay true to the outcome. Mm. And there was never, uh, there was lots of flexibility and the, the depth that you couldn't communicate to me on a sales call or in the initial strategy was always there. Every time we waited out further than I, you had been able to let me see, you were always able to get us up to speed hmm. and, and back on track. 
Um, and then the third piece to it is um, just like our company in, in money and finance, it's really easy to either focus on theory or skip that entirely and just say, give me what you have and I'll go get the result myself, right? And we named our, ca- our company Cashflow Tactics on purpose because it was that meant to be that bridge between the theory and the, the results to know how that process worked. And that's, that's really what I think differentiates Josh and what he does is you can read a lot of books, you can go to lots of masterminds, but everybody will sit around and talk and posture and, and, and put out the marketing side of the numbers. Um, or you can get those crazy unique animals that would just come in and, and do, 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 right? But you, then you can't replicate or leverage them. And, and Josh has understood the need um, that, that we had to be in the middle of those two things. Like mm. I know marketing theory. I mean, I've been hanging around with Russell Brunson for four years. Like I know the answers, but how to implement the answers and the time and ability and resources to implement the answers is really what I was missing. And so that's what, that's what finally convinced us to go with you. And what actually got us the results was bridging that gap into this is what you, Brad, Ryan, Jimmy, cash flow tactics need to do to get that result. Nice, nice. Would you say that you can say pretty confidently that if somebody works with me and they follow my instructions that they will absolutely for certain get results? I don't understand how they wouldn't get results because Josh, we only did like 50% of the things you told us to do. <laughs> That's true. And we got the results that you said. There were lots of stuff. Like I got boxers being like, Brad, we're going live tomorrow. And you said you do this, this, this. You didn't. We're going to go and see how this works. But just know that you didn't do your side. There were lots of those. We probably only did half of it. And starting from where we were, we we got the results that we were. And so the 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 level of thoroughness that not not to say that you should only do half of it, but you could only do half of it and still get an incredible amount of results. And that's why it says if if you're do dil- you know diligent and following through and doing the things Josh says, I don't see how you couldn't get the results. I appreciate that. I appreciate dude, that. Dude, you did it. You did it with us in money. You did it with Steven in marketing. You did it with Guy in yoga. Um, I mean, you, you've done it across every conceivable industry really that I could think about. And so I can't see a way that it wouldn't work. I appreciate that. Um, okay. How, and just to recap the results that we're talking about guys, in case you had forgotten, Brad did half of what I asked him to do, maybe a little bit more than half, but certainly messed up in a lot of areas that we had to audible and change. But because we followed the system, a proven system that works over and over and over and over and, and I wanna, over again. I, I, I want to stop there. Like a, a proven framework, right? It wasn't the same checklist. I had a different checklist than your other clients had, right? Right. But it was the same framework. And that was hugely important. I could see that there was more knowledge than, because I, when I derailed from the checklist you gave me, you anchored us back into the principles and framework. Yes. Hugely important. I just want to make sure everybody understands that. That was hugely important is there's more to it than just following the checklist. Yes. And yeah. that led to $400,000 in sales. That led to 2,500 members in a Facebook group completely organically with a overwhelming majority of them being buyers. It led to 10,000 podcast downloads in less than a month. And it all of that done with $0 in ads ever spent, like no money ever spent. That's the type of results that we're talking about here. Yep. Brad, I appreciate your time. I have one final question for you, which is how would you say that having an audience successfully done like this has changed your life or your business? It has, it's giving us, just like you said, I I don't remember where we were talking about this, but it's now given us the place where I don't have to guess if something's going to work, right? I have an audience that 
we're, we're never like our business used to be very start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. Like we would, we would spend all the time and effort and money to get something launched and working. And then while it was working was great, but then one little tweak, like a Facebook slap or an adjustment, or I don't want to do that program anymore. And everything would shut down and we have this big gap and we have to start it all up. And so it was just, it was like pushing a rock uphill that every time we stopped, we'd have to get it up and going again. But now what we felt for the last four months is it's the first time that we just have consistency mm. every single day. Our, we're, we're seeing our growth happen. We're getting new members, new downloads, new leads. We're getting the front end sales. They're just happening every single day without me, Ryan or Jimmy having to be the ones to jump in and say, oh man, the business needs this. Here we go. Let's make a big push. Off we go. Mm. But it, it's just consistently happening for the last four months in a way that we've never had before. And we don't have paid marketing onto it. So now we can use that paid marketing as accelerator to the, the baseline consistency that we have now. So that's the reality that we live in now that we never have before. I love it. I love it. Brad, thank you so much for your time. Guys, um, this is Brad Gibb. Cashflow Tactics is the name of his company, his group. You guys can go check it out all down there. Uh, but like I said, I wanted to, to do this so that you guys understand like when I'm selling you something or when I'm showing you, you know, these things that they are proven that these strategies like are, are will work no matter what, as long as you just follow the process that's there. And, and hopefully you're able to see that with, uh, with Brad here. Brad, thank you so much for your time, man. I really appreciate it. Any Thanks. final words or anything? No, like I said, just it's, it's a, the, the thing that I look for is I, I never pay. Um, I never pay for advice that to me, that that's, that's one of the most useless things because a it, it's too wrapped up in your experience of what you, the person you're paying before. Um, and, and it's really, really hard. And then I abdicate to the person giving me advice, the outcome, because I either follow it or I don't. And if I didn't follow it, it, it's like the beware of the eyes of March thing. Like it's on me. And so what I pay for is I pay for proven frameworks and, and implementation. And that's what makes Josh so unique. And what he's offered is he has, he has that, that so few, few people bring to, and I will pay through the nose for frameworks and systems and processes, because that's what I can then leverage and, and build off of and produce the, the long-term value that I'm looking for. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. Sweet. Guys, this has been Brad Gibb with the case study of what we did for his business and his group with the audience that we built. Hope you enjoyed it. Okay guys, so as you can see, what we teach about audience creation and launching Facebook groups and launching podcasts work, all right? And I want to invite you to attend my free five-day audience creation workshop starting next week. Starts on June 1st and registration closes on May 31st, okay? At midnight, when the clock hits zero on the page, it goes away. So click the button down below or there's a link down below in the description um, or go to josh40.com slash workshop. That's josh40.com slash workshop, my first name, my last name. And uh, on this workshop, I'm gonna teach you 100% for free how to grow a wildly profitable audience of engaged paying customers that are immediately ready to buy from you, all right? Um, you don't have to have an existing audience. You don't have to have a huge ads budget. This is done 100% completely organically, all right? Now, this workshop is not gonna be anything like any of the other workshops that you've attended. We're not just learning together. We're actually building together, which means that we're actually going through and at the end of every day, you will have a worksheet with homework that you will get that you'll answer questions and fill it out. So by the time we're done, you're gonna have a, a, a worksheet that, has a strategy for growing an audience for your specific business. You're gonna know on day number one, I'm gonna teach you um, how to pick your most profitable platform and strategy for your specific business. Day number two, I'm gonna show you the number one make or break factor that every single successful audience has that will single-handedly determine 
the success of your audience or not. That's day number two. Day number three, I'm going to show you the stupid, simple um, system that expert entrepreneurs use to come up and create a lot of high quality content that's automatically going to attract your dream customer. All right. And day number four, I'm going to show you um, how to structure your offer. I'm going to show you the the mistake that 95% of entrepreneurs make that kills their offer when pitching it to their audience and how to avoid that. And then on day number five, I'm going to show you how to get an unlimited supply of your dream customer to your audience and how to launch in 63 days or less. I'm going to tie everything together. I'm going to hand it to you so that you understand the exact process for you. All right. So if you would like to attend that, it is josh40.com slash workshop. It's a five-day workshop starting next week on Monday, June 1st, 100% for free. josh40.com slash workshop. We'll link that all down in the description. I cannot wait to see you there. As you guys know, I've been working on this for over two months. When coronavirus hit and everything went down, I was like, you know what? I need to make sure that people have the resources and information that they need to grow their business. Right now, in the craziness of the virus and the uncertainty of everything, like having an audience, having a way to get in front of your dream customer, sell your dream customer, fill your funnels with people is the only predictable way to grow your business. It it is the recession proof of business. The reason that every single successful business is successful now. Nike, Apple, ClickFunnels, myself, you name it, any single person that's successful, Any single business that's successful has an audience and I'm going to show you how to create a mass movement around your message and build an audience around that. All right, josh40.com slash workshop. I will see you there. Link in the description down below, josh40.com slash workshop. I love you all. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are going to be the ones that change the world. I love you all and I will see you on the workshop. Take it easy, fam. Peace. Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on, that you like my stuff, and that I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback, your ideas and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh 40 or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.